from the feature staff at the Columbus Dispatch. This is Life in the 614. Hi, and welcome to Life in the 614, the official lifestyle podcast of the Features Department at the Columbus Dispatch, coming to you every week. If it sounds like fun, we'll be talking about it. I'm Ryan Smith, Features Editor at the Dispatch, and today I'm joined by my colleague, reporter Julia Aller. This weekend is jam-packed with good stuff going on, as jam-packed as the crowds will be for the annual Race for the Cure, which raises funds and awareness for breast cancer. The event begins at 8.45 a.m. at Front and Elm Street, Saturday. If you're a bargain hunter, and who isn't, the place to be Saturday will be German Village, where Village Valuables will turn the neighborhood into a giant yard sale, jam-packed packed with cool finds from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. And if you're a rock music lover, you'll find your crowd this weekend at the Sonic Temple Art and Music Festival, which replaces Rock on the Range. Starting Friday at Moffrey Stadium and running through Sunday, it will include headliners such as Foo Fighters and System of a Down. Also part of the lineup, Nick Fratian and Tommy McCullough will perform Saturday on the main stage with their band Black Coffee. They kindly took some time before the show to discuss how to prepare for a show this big, who they're most excited to see and the state of rock and roll. Take it from here, Julia. Why don't the two of you just start off by telling me when and, and how you got the, the call to perform it at Sonic Temple? Because that's pretty big deal. Well, basically... Are you want to go ahead, Nick? No, because I don't know. <laughs> I was, I was going to say you weren't there, so I assumed that was going to be taken on me. So basically, we were on a call with our manager, and more or less, he just, you know, was really hounding us to get on a call with him because he had some very good news. And so we got on the call, and he was basically informed us that we were playing at Epicenter down in North Carolina, which we did last week, and also told us that he got us on the Sonic Temple show. Wow, and how'd the band feel about that? No, it's pretty cool. And then what was even cooler was about a month or so after they were least the lineup. They told us originally we were going to be on the like a side stage, which would have been amazing, but then randomly they just changed us to main stage on Saturday, which no one was expecting, but it was just super sick. Wow, that's great. How does one prepare for a festival this big, especially if you like got upgraded to the main stage? I feel like that could be a little nerve-wracking. You know, a doobie and a Miller Lite will calm those right down, though. Calm down the nerves. <laughs> <laughs> Miller Lite or Miller High Life? I'm I'm saying a Miller Lite. Okay. Yeah, Miller Lite. I like too classy. Okay. So Miller Lite, that's how you're ready to perform. It seems is that a, a tried and tested uh, band theory? <laughs> it has never failed us up until this point. Miller Lite and lots of practice. Yeah, there we go. That's the other thing. <laughs> Miller Lite and playing our instruments. That's that's how we that's how we like to get things done. So, do you guys have anything in particular planned that's new or different for Sonic Temple, or maybe for the festival you played in North Carolina? How do you you know do you try to amp it up a little bit for the bigger shows? Absolutely. I mean, we got we got some cool stuff planned. It's going to be more of a see it when it happens kind of thing. I don't want to spoil the surprise. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got to be a surprise. So before Sonic Temple, obviously, it was uh, Rock on the Range. So were you ever involved in either just visiting or, you know, performing uh, at that particular festival? I went there. I went to that festival every year since I was like maybe 14. Yeah, same with me. I got in the game a little later. I didn't start going to Rock and Range until after I graduated high school and actually had some money of my own. But unfortunately, I never got the chance to play at the festival in any capacity. But I certainly was a patron every year that they've done it, you know, since I started going. Yes. How did the two of you sort of feel about the changes that have happened with Rock on the Range and transitioning over to this new great unknown? I 
think Danny Wimmer's got a – I mean, he knows what he's doing. Whatever decisions he makes, I trust him with him. Yeah, he's clearly got a pretty good handle on how to run a, you know, kick-ass rock festival. So, obviously, we had never been – because they changed Epicenter, you know, the one that we played last weekend was formerly uh, Carolina Rebellion. So, I never got a chance to go there when it was Carolina Rebellion. So, that was just – that was all our first time going there. And we haven't really – you know, we obviously haven't seen any changes from Sonic yet, but I'm excited to get there and see how they're running things this year. Yeah, for sure. So, who are the two of you most excited to see, obviously, besides your own band, at Sonic Temple this weekend? Don Broco, Beartooth again, and then Issues for me. I'm pretty excited to see a band called Dirty Honey. They're another uh, up-and-coming rock and roll band, so I'm excited to... I've heard them a bunch online. I downloaded their album and whatnot, so I'm excited to finally get a chance to see them live. And then uh, Foo Fighters, because I only got to catch part of their set at Epicenter, unfortunately, so I'm excited to actually get to sit there and experience the whole thing, you know? Yeah, definitely. So you guys are, you know, an up-and-coming, a younger rock band. Tell me a little bit about what that's like trying to kick off um, a rock act in 2019 when, you know, a lot of people like to talk about how rock is and what it used to be and so on and so forth. Clearly, you are showing that to be not the case in your own lives. I think it's great. I mean, in terms of the timing, you know, rock and roll has really been making a comeback for the past couple years. A lot of bands like uh, The Struts and Greta Van Fleet and, you know, so they're coming out with new music and it's fresh and it's exciting. And I almost, you know, it's weird. Everybody says, you know, well, rock and roll isn't the way it used to be. But I really disagree with that because rock and roll has kind of always been the underdog. And I kind of prefer it that way because then, yeah, there's, there's more freedom for the artists to do what they're feeling rather than, you know, what they're being told to do. Definitely. Nick, do you have any uh, thoughts on that? Yeah, just, I mean, people are always going to say rock and roll's dead and all that nonsense, but rock and roll's, like, not a kind of music. It's more of an attitude, and that's never going to go away. What is the rock and roll attitude, would you say, then, if you had to define it? Mm. I don't know, just doing what you want, just balling, you know, being a badass. <laughs> Fair enough. It sounds like then uh, interchangeable with people in, in other genres then. Maybe you can have a rock and roll attitude in uh, in country music then or, or in hip-hop. Well, yeah, Machine Gun Kelly's got the rock and roll attitude in, in uh, hip-hop. That's it's straight up. He's rock and roll, no matter what anyone yeah. says. Yeah, it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely an attitude, you know what I mean? Yeah, so at Sonic Temple this weekend, you said you can't give away any of the, the secrets of what you guys are, are planning to do, but tell me a little bit about what people can expect without revealing any secrets of your show from Black Coffee Live Set. We're just going to work the stage. I mean, that's the biggest stage any of us have ever been on, so we're going to... We're gonna make use of it. Just high energy the entire time. Yeah, that's kinda that's kinda been a staple of our live show since day one is just, you know, we go out and we, we put it all on the stage. We don't leave anything behind, you know, so we all come off stage sweating and breathing heavy and you know, you know, stumbling off stage. So anyone who's ever seen a black coffee show, they can just expect it to get, you know, amped up just another degree and anyone who's ever seen us before just uh get ready to rock out. Great. Well, thank you so much, Nick and Tommy, for talking with me today and appreciate you coming on. And good luck this Saturday at Sonic Temple. Thank you again, and have a good rest of your day. Absolutely. Thank you. Bye. And thank you all for listening to Life in the 614. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Google Play Music. We hope to have you back next week. Until then, keep enjoying your own life in the 614.